feels like no time has passed. Just kidding. It's maybe 20 minutes have passed. <laughs> we went Snacky. to the store and got snacks and I ordered some lunch. Um, but otherwise, same day, now we have a pile of snacks in front of us. We got some cashews, some almonds, some popcorn. I got a cavita, some sparkling probiotics. And we're gonna be working on the first day, our first message, we really dug into the experience that our clients or that the therapists as a whole are experiencing right now. Second one, we started digging into what do they really need and in what format. And we got clear on what they're needing, what the topic is, what the transformation is and what format. And now we're figuring out, okay, how does this, what's the next step? If people come to this and they have an experience, um, because this is our business, we don't do things randomly. Um, what would be the next step? What would really help them long-term? Because we know that we can give people an amazing experience in a one-hour webinar, but we know that we're not going to make the systemic change that's needed in a one-hour, right? Like. And we want people ultimately to have long-term shifted experiences because the more therapists that are out there and healers who are doing amazing work and taking good care of themselves and getting great clinical outcomes, the more that our world heals. Like we know that we need that. We needed that before a pandemic and we sure as hell need it now post pre or during mid midway and post pandemic life, wherever you feel like you fall. I'm just looking at the calendar, thinking through <laughs> what we have coming up and what options we have. Yeah. So here are the, so obviously we're not going to be having people come into one-on-one -on -one coaching with us in particular because we're not offering that for the next six months. We need some time and we need some space. We could <clears throat> have people move into our free community. We could say that is the only goal is that people moved into our free community. I guess that's the first question. Would people coming to this event and then getting connected in with our community, do we feel like that would be enough um, or at least enough right now? No. that people need no why not i think there's a couple of things of like in the free community during the holidays and it not being on facebook has kind of shifted some things in terms of people going there when they're working on their business mm -hmm. you know versus facebook they're in there all the time and we we talked about this this is like another kind of side conversation that we talked about before we started recording this was that since we moved from Facebook to Mighty Networks, which I got off of Facebook, we've noticed a decline in how, like how much people are engaged. Before, people would be engaged in our Facebook group all the time, day and night. People would friend each other on Facebook. And it was a very like, it kind of permeated every end of every area of their life. But one of the reasons we pulled off of Facebook is because we felt like Facebook was permeating every area of people's lives. And we felt like clients had better work-life balance 
when they were not on Facebook. And so making it so that they had to be on Facebook to engage in with us, we felt like was systemically not, you know, like that was going against what we really wanted for our clients. But <clears throat> on the other hand, it does mean that it's harder for people to accidentally be like, oh yeah, I need to do my boot camp," or, oh yeah, I need to work on my business. They're more likely are going to, if they're hanging out on Facebook as a way to distract, right? Maybe because they're in flight mode or maybe because they're in freeze mode and they're kind of in that space scrolling, they're more likely to run into another program for sale or somebody having an internet battle or, you know, whatever the other thing is, they're more likely to run into that. And so it's one of those decisions that we do not regret. <laughs> But in terms of like marketing and us being like um, seen as much and like being mm -hmm. like that issue of like relevance, like are we the people being talked about on Facebook? No, because our clients are primarily off of Facebook and loving life. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mm. We have talked about this past week of offering boot camp again. Mm-hmm as we're looking to change some things with boot camp. Yeah. I think I think that's the pieces we actually even talked about the idea of rebranding boot camp, of giving it another name, business school boot camp. We came up with this name years ago based on what was happening in the world at that time. And our our program has always been so much more than business school. It has been <laughs> ways people have described it. One of my favorites um, from one of our uh, alumni in Texas said, this is a, a therapist empowerment program disguised as a business building program. <laughs> There's a lot of personal transformational stuff happening in it. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what people are always surprised by. Mm -hmm. they thought they're going to get the formula the tool the worksheet whatever and then especially this last round of boot camp that we had in October I found a lot of people said in the second week they're like oh my gosh I'm changing as a person I'm changing mm -hmm. as a clinician I'm changing as a parent as a partner as a friend yeah so it is a personal development <laughs> because journey. I think it it has to be right? Like if we don't change, like who we are as a person, how we go through the world is based on all these systems we were grown up and raised in and what we were taught was normal. And what we have all been taught as therapists is normal is stuff that is not sustainable, that is not kind, that isn't the highest and best, not just for us as therapists, but ultimately not for our clients either. Therapists saying yes to every client who calls them is not the highest and best. That is not what John Gottman is going to do. That's not what Sue Johnson is going to do. They are not going to, you know, look at like, oh, well, that's good enough services. I mean, part of like John Gottman started by saying, wait, why are we teaching this and is it working? Right? This idea of like, we need to really look at, are we actually moving the needle? And I think we, we don't have room and space 
to find out like, is this really working? If we haven't been intent, if we don't even know what we're doing and why we're doing it, if we're not being intentional and we're not checking in and we don't have space to make tweaks and changes, sometimes little tweaks and sometimes big shifts, then how can we really move the needle and ensure what we're doing is really impactful? So I, I do like the idea of, of allowing people, even though we normally do it twice a year, allowing people to come into boot camp and start working through that transformation earlier. Earlier, start working through right away in December and in January, making those like small baby and big steps, um, knowing how much change and transformation they're going to make before. March or April, when we do, um, you know, our, our big normal spring, spring experience. Like I, I just think of all the therapists lives that will be changed in such a deep way. And that um, is what that addresses, and I mean, boot camp is what addresses the fight, flight, freeze or fawn. It is. Fawn thing. It is. Because it does help people move into action elicit creativity, align more with their values and stop me like, well, the whole, we stand out, we don't compete. Like yeah. that gets rid of the whole fighting part. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot about it that is about grounding yourself. Yeah. But when we do the live working sessions, it can be kind of an intensive experience for people. Mm -hmm. So if we open it in December, they're not gonna have that. They're gonna be able to self-pace. That I said, do, what kind of support do you think? I think, I think I honestly, I go back and forth. Like I kind of like the idea of them not having the two week, mm -hmm. like to be able to really plan for it months in advance mm -hmm. um, and to be able to kind of create some change and shift before that. Mm -hmm. I do think that maybe doing like a four week Q&A thing or something in January, I think could be helpful and kind of keep them grounded and, and focused in on it. Mm -hmm. Make it feel like something, you know, hey, like not make it feel like, but make sure that it's very clear that they're not in there doing this alone, mm -hmm. you know? Because I do think one of the things I like about the two week working sessions is that people meet so many people. Yeah. And it's kind of a, even if you're introverted or kind of shy, you do have an experience it, it's a, I do think it's easier to kind of like tap in mm -hmm. versus when people are coming in and doing it self-paced in December, I think it, especially for an introvert, it could be harder to like reach out to a buddy. And they mean, I, and I think people do need like a buddy now. Like, I think they could use a buddy before March or April. Mm -hmm. I wonder if even doing like mixers on a particular day mm -hmm. would be helpful we're off two weeks of that month so it kind of limits a bit of our in january no in december no i'm talking about january mm -hmm. i know i don't think doing it in december is helpful i think starting in january okay we would do four weeks okay if we were to do that and we've talked about making changes with boot camp. Do you want to talk about that here as well? Like if we're going to open boot camp. Mm -hmm. 
I'd like to see us like open it for a shorter cart period too mm -hmm. of like simplifying just a little just see how it feels for us too mm -hmm. like this is an opportunity to play and test and see what we like I don't know it's just an idea mm -hmm. so normally what we do is we will have a um you know whatever event it's usually a master class or a challenge of some kind and then we would give people like eight days from that point to make a decision um our coaches right we have our own business coaches and such would probably say it probably doesn't need to be that long yeah and it can be kind of emotionally <laughs> draining to kind of be in that middle ground for so long it used to be eight weeks <laughs> yeah it used to be really long we used to do that for like months um so there are some pieces of that and for our team it's actually really nice for them to be able to just be focused on answering questions getting people on board and getting everybody's you know kind yeah. of getting everybody into the process and the idea that right now that like stopping point happens on like a friday night doesn't really work for our team you know and so it would make more sense to do that during the week but again i know a lot of therapists kind of like they're all busy during the week too so the odds of them like missing that email and being like oh crap i missed it um and then not moving forward you know there's that piece um that can happen too so yeah, I think that's a piece, but I, I think I, I want to stick with like, I'm going to ask this question. So if it is, we know that it's not just a general community. We know that we can't give them one-to-one -one counseling or one-to-one -one therapy. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Whoa. Everybody else has some Freudian slips today or one-to-one -one coaching um, through us. But I do think and ultimately, the reason that we have we haven't done one to one coaching, or at least I, I definitely haven't done one to one coaching without people being part of boot camp in years, and it's because I think one to one coaching without having a very clear like format and like foundation, I don't think is most impactful. I see a lot of coaches who are just kind of doing kind of like intuitive work and okay, we're making this change, but it's kind of like whack-a-mole. They're just resolving whatever problem is in front of them, but they're not looking at the systemic piece of it. The systemic, it's the root stuff that gets missed. And that's, I think that's just us standing by our values. Yeah. And I know it's hard, right? To be um, on occasion, I have, coached outside of boot camp. I've coached other kinds of businesses as well. Yeah. And when we've done that, we've always felt like, oh, I just wish they had boot camp. So that, and so then realizing like, no, this is this is what our values are that we believe in. A successful business needs a framework, you know, mm -hmm. and not just a reactive approach to the problem at hand. We have to be holistic, not just with the business, but with the owner themselves as well. Yeah. And so boot camp is that framework in which 
we're able to then springboard and it makes the coaching much more dynamic, oh, yeah. much deeper. And it, yeah. and instead of me explaining, or let's go through this spreadsheet, they can go do that on their own. And then we can spend our time more in the depths, you know, it's, it's like. more like that reverse classroom part where it's like somebody has gone through the basic material, they've done the reading, and now we're digging into like, but what does this really mean for your life? And like, what really was confusing? Like, we're actually going through their spreadsheet that they've already completed and saying, hey, I have a question about this, like this, th this number. Oh, actually, yeah, the great catch. I didn't mean to say I was going to spend a thousand dollars a week on this. And that's why it's throwing off all my numbers and my fees or what have you. Like, we can do that. So I think there's something about that, like, Again, well, I know that's why we hold to that, having that framework and doing coaching. So I'm going to put something on the table that I actually, Kelly has asked about before, and I generally take off the table and we probably will take it off the table, but I'm going to put it on the table. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Again, none of this is rehearsed. No, so I don't know what's coming. Okay. Okay. So hmm. knowing that people right now are in this fight, flight, or freeze, mm -hmm. and they kind of need more of that, like, hey, let's stay connected, like some more of that, like hand-holding, loving, let's get you settled. If we're looking at this from, again, just as a reminder, we're both therapists. So if you're like, what do you mean? This is a personal transformational thing and I'm going to learn skills and we're going to be tapping and doing meditations and deep breathing as part of a business building course. Like think about it. We're therapists. It shouldn't be that surprising. Um, but People from attachment focus, like they need this like grounding, this kind of transitional object to help them to feel safe as they're making this transition and starting to step out of this old space. Like, do people need the whole enchilada? Like, do they need boot camp and tap? Like, we have never, we've always done it since we opened tap in this last year and a half or what have you with our accountability coaching program, we've always done it where somebody can go through boot camp, And then once they've gone through a working session, then they could sign up for accountability coaching and accountability coach. What if, and I don't know if I like the idea, I'm just throwing it out there. What if we gave people the option to enroll like in both at the same time, where it's like, if you're gonna enroll in December, you're enrolling in boot camp and the accountable practice with your twice monthly one-to-one -one accountability coach and the monthly Q&A with us and all the other things that they get. So they're really pulled into this dynamic community. And one of the drawbacks I already see. <laughs> I'm like, keep talking, you have more to say. Yeah, yeah. So I know. So one, one drawback that, like the, the benefits I see, let's talk about that first. Like that them having their like one-to-one -one coach right off the bat, I think is amazing. And I think a lot of people need that right now. They're looking for a coach who really understands what's going on and is going to hold them through all of the pieces. Just having is, someone in their corner, you know, without yeah. being so alone. Yeah. I think that's really great. Um, I think it's also like it help, it's going to help them pace and make sure that it's not something that just sits that they're purchasing and they're not doing something with because 
they're, they're going to be having this person that they're having this conversation with who's, who says, hey, I know you're enrolled, like, let's do this, we got you, right? Um, so I like that part. I'm a little worried that like, they might feel like, oh my gosh, I'm coming into this group where everybody like really knows each other and there's gonna be a lot of comparison stuff of, oh wow, these people are, are at a different place than I'm at. And that there's gonna be a lot of like comparisonitis and people feeling shame and stuff coming up. That's if they gonna go happen no matter what people do. Well, not very true. It happens in boot camp anyway, mm -hmm. and we address it. Mm -hmm. It happens in TAP because in TAP we have all kinds of practices. We have people beyond the couch, group practices with multiple locations, eating popcorn during our podcast. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we have we have seven figure practices. In, and then the we have that to people who are like, look, I just joined boot camp. I didn't get to do it the way I want to. I need an accountability person. I'm, I'm starting my practice. I mean, so it ranges and yeah. everyone, no one cares. Everyone's yeah. like, I'm here for you, whatever. If you can do this, I can do, you know, it's, it does not matter. So I think everyone, that's going to be a natural reaction. And yeah. we have a natural community, a community that naturally knows how to respond to that. And we respond to it too. Yeah. So I think the other possible drawback is that there are so fewer spots to do boot camp and the accountability program. Well, I right. think if we were to do it, it would be like you could do boot camp, or you could do boot camp on steroids or VIP <laughs> boot camp, and the VIP boot camp would have only you know 20 slots. Like it would, yeah. I think we're down to like probably that. Yeah. You know, so we could leave boot camp open with more slots than that and the, the upgrade to be limited. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be interesting. <sighs> okay. And then there's the tech aspect of that. Oh, the yeah. sales aspect. <laughs> no, yeah, but, I think, well, that's the other part that, that has been my drawback from the beginning mm -hmm. is the idea that like people struggle to figure out like what boot camp is and now like what the tech. schedule is and then you add in a whole nother schedule to it that can be really overwhelming well then the other option then is not to not to open the cart to boot camp but open it up to tap and that boot camp is include like it's just selling mm -hmm. yeah tap. Hmm. yeah so and then it becomes like we have a member's price for tap for bootcamp members and we have a different pricing for the individuals who are coming in who haven't done bootcamp but will include bootcamp as part of that yes and then really all we have to explain is about tap and that would be something different um obviously so the the other part too is that therapists as a whole we tend to invest a ton of money in our certifications in our schooling, in like all of our training, everything except for the business aspect of what actually makes us money. Like <laughs> everything else, I've seen therapists drop, you know, six, seven, $10,000 on a one week retreat or 
you know, end up spending between travel and everything on a certification, like 15 to $30,000. Correct. But to invest in a program like ours, where it's like, okay, you're going to do, you're going to get coaching and this program for like, I don't know what the math would end up being 10 or $12,000 for the year is like, but I can't do that for my business because that's not, you know, the, the piece. So I think with boot camp, even it's so interesting how many people will see it as something that is really expensive until they get into it and they start noticing how it changes their, their quality of life mm-hmm. and how it changes their income so quickly. And they're like, oh my gosh, I would have paid so much more. But initially it feels really expensive. And then to add on tap, they're like, oh my gosh, I got so much value out of this. It doesn't feel as scary, you know, anymore. So there is a little bit of that part of like understanding the fear, you know, Mm -hmm. for these individuals of that. I mean, the other hurdle is too, that this is a program no one's heard of before other than internally for boot campers. Yeah. Boot camp is known, right? Like it's searched it's looked at it's talked about and so tap is the accountable practice by the way Um, yeah t the a accountable (laughs) p practice tap um and we have four amazing coaches that coach within that program as well and it it would i i like that (laughs) because honestly if i think about it it is look, we don't have to do anything in December, right? We don't have to do any of this, Mm -hmm. but there's this people are tired and they need someone. I think that's the thing is we can't be alone right now. We need people to carry us, to help us through. And that is what TAP does. And I feel like if we were to say, what's our highest and best, it would not be one-on-one with you and me because we're nearing... We're trying to prevent coming I mean, out. Yeah. And this is a way that they we still get to serve mm-hmm. because we do weekly office hours, mastermind, calls, and all this stuff. And then we have a retreat that's coming up in January before them and all this cool stuff. And then they're not alone because they have an accountability coach that they meet with twice. So and it's not even like a full hour, it's just 30 minutes of like getting support. And then I'll see you in two weeks getting support I'll mm-hmm. see you in a few weeks you know it's that's our highest and best yeah so why would you think it should be taken off the table I think I go through the like it's the the tech aspect of and the and the marketing aspect of marketing tap with boot camp and for even like if we do boot camp and then have the VIP plus and like the confusion for people and the idea of, I do feel like even the like, if we're marketing tap, like I really, if somebody truly can't afford to do tap right now, I'd love for them to be able to do bootcamp. Well, we can still allow that. But I think yeah. what we would do is promote tap. And then, you know, if it's not the right fit, then we can always offer that on the. Like as a downsell. Yes. Downsell, right? Fancy, fancy <laughs> terminology. So. So this is kind of funny because I was just thinking about it's like I have no idea to be honest how other people come to their offers. 
I have some idea. Okay. I've worked around, we've worked, we are in the mastermind. We see this, but no one really shares their process and the messiness of, you know, snacking, dropping our drinks, (laughs) the phone's ringing, we're sitting on the floor, you know, like this is the this is it. This For the is... record, I thought for sure Kelly didn't see that I kicked my drink over. <laughs> no, I'm just saying though, like, this is what it is. Yeah, this is real life. And let's just say, are you not proud of me in, the, in that, like, in the 11 years that we've been together? How I used to be so like, we have to re-record. <gasps> that sounds too loud. <gasps> and now I'm just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. And I move on. So I've come a long way yeah. in my perfectionism. So the first time we did uh, our first course was a website in 30 days for therapists. And I sent over Kelly a recording. Of course, she's listening. I don't even listen to my own recordings. And she's like listening to my recording. And she's like, you sneeze. I'm like, yeah. She's like, don't you want to re-record it? And I was like, <laughs> no. And you know, what was so funny. How many people commented on that scene? Yeah. Exactly. Like everyone, they're like, I love that you just like sneeze and you just kept going on with life. And like, right. that's what you would do in any other setting, right? You would just be a human. Yeah. And so I'm sure other coaches may listen to this. And so just so you know, you know, I, it's a vulnerable thing a little bit as I'm starting yeah. to realize it, like, oh, we're just, <laughs> we're just sharing the muck. Um, and, but we're human and we know that other coaches are as well. And they probably have their own process. So it's just, I'm having a little bit of a vulnerable moment, a little bit of pride in that I'm being vulnerable. And then a little bit of like, <laughs> fear of fear. like, I'm really going to release this. I don't want to release it. <laughs> so mm, that's going through my head right now, as we're talking about like down cells and upsells, because we do want to have a profitable business because we have a goal to get to hundred percent benefits for our staff. We have, we have goals for how we take care of the people who work for us and things like that. And, um, we're at that, that point where, yeah, we're just looking to see how to make our business better. And so this is the part, this is the part where you have to lean in and talk about the money and talk about the pricing and talk about the technology. There, there are some like, as much as we want to do some things, there is some technology that does get in the way of that. Yeah. We, we have great tech, but it still has some limitations sometimes. And so I'm also holding all these ideas in like thinking process me I'm the process person who's like okay then this needs to clip here and link here and and thinking about those kinds of things I'm trying to remember with Thrivecart I think we can do bundles on Thrivecart yes but I'm just wondering how that's going to work with Mighty Network and all that kind of stuff but I think you know and if the and then of course the other downsell is if bootcamp doesn't work for them then use our free stuff so you can afford bootcamp of course yeah for sure so I think it's that's the part that I always feel really good about is that people, you know, anyone who says like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much you charge to work with you. Just look at how much we don't charge to work with us. <laughs> like we have a whole, we have a full-time community manager um, and we actually have two people in the community helping and supporting. We have over 10 hours of free trainings. You can go and get three free CEs Um from us like there's so many things that we give off that other people we had someone come through one of our trainings and she said 
I literally paid $5,000 for this training. Like somebody else did something that actually was less impactful than what you're doing, but the messaging of what they, of what you taught in three days, they took three weeks and it cost me $5,000. And I wish I'd known that this was here for me for free. No. But also I'm kicking myself of like, how did we not be clear before someone invested? <laughs> yeah. I really, I think, look, it's a test. It would be a fun idea. We can just see if it totally flopped, will we yeah. be mad about it? No, yeah. because first of all, the webinar alone will kick ass yeah. and will help people. Yeah. And then if if no one bought tap, would I be mad? No, because then I understand. I just learned from that. But like, this is not, we're not doing this out of desperation. There's no, it's just an opportunity to serve in a new way. And if people say, no, that's not what we're needing, then we're going to have to dig in deeper and say, okay, then what are we missing that we're not meeting the need? Yeah. Hmm. So now here's where I think it's so interesting doing this in like a podcast format, (laughs) right? Like this is a place. Is where this we, a podcast format? I mean, <laughs> or like in a in a podcast that we'll be releasing. Whatever you look at this, that between now and maybe when our next episode, which probably will not be something we record today, will be the like the fully messy middle. So like, here's an idea that we think has legs. We think this is what we're going to be doing, and now we go in and we research the tech. We get into the actual, and I'm a there's different learning styles. Like I'm a quick start person. So I actually start setting things up. Technically, I start looking at our landing page in a different way. And then my face starts twitching. (laughs) (laughs) And then I say, send that to me later. (laughs) Um, We start really kind of digging into um, the logistics of it. And sometimes when we get into the logistics, like everything flows. And sometimes there's something that's a hard stop. Sometimes we wake, up, we wake up the next morning and we're like, oh no, like this isn't it. Or we yeah. meditate about it for like 20 minutes and we're like, no, it should just be boot camp. Well, actually, before this discussion, we've had three days of discussing in which yeah. we've been like, okay, let's sleep on it and see what comes up tomorrow. Okay, let's sleep on it. <laughs> I mean, the fact that we are here is, I feel like, very positive about that we've been able to do this because we do have a dev. I mean, there is some time constraints here and still yeah. wanting to make sure that we give ourselves time to do this well. Yeah. Um, is important. Super important. So yeah, we could wake up tomorrow and be like, hey Miranda. Well, and <laughs> like right now <laughs> we're looking at like, okay, so next week is our coaching week because we're not done with coaching until that. And then we have one week, one week, and, and then, then Thanksgiving, the and then we would be coming back to do this like for a week. Yeah, like in the the week of December, maybe the first or second week of December at the most, right? Yeah. So it's a very quick turnaround for us to figure out <clears throat> to get this webinar written, and then also figure out the make sure that what we're doing is really clear to the individuals that like, yes, this is like, I understand what I would be involved Yeah, how do you convey this webinar? You know, you've got to come up with what are the objectives, the transformational values in a way that people are like resonant with it, a title that is super clear. Then we have to write the content. Then there's a landing page. There's the email funnels. There's Facebook ads. There's the branding. There's There's a lot. 
Yeah. And that's even before we get into the tap branding. And but I think I think the only reason we're able to do it with this short timeline, because we're really talking about doing it in two weeks. Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah. Is that oh, that makes my head hurt. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and it, next Thursday is a holiday as well. Yeah. Um the reason is because we have done this so many times, yeah. right? So I don't want someone listening to this being like, oh, so it takes two weeks. Uh -huh. um, it can, uh, but we have systems in place and processes so that, and a team now, we used to pull things out within a week if we had to. You and I know how to do that, but yeah. we don't want to do it that way if we don't have to. Yeah, we don't want to be up till midnight writing scripts and that's the other thing a lot of coaches um or people don't have to do scripts and normally Miranda and I don't have mm -hmm. to if we're presenting live mm -hmm. it's when we're doing recording so that we don't talk over each other mm -hmm. because we've been in separate we have to do it in separate rooms and <laughs> because mm -hmm. of the audio stuff um and just the tech of it all mm -hmm. so we have to have things written out and I don't know if everyone knows that and you know, we've have done them where they aren't scripted, yeah. but um, this I think, one I think needs to at least have some bones and flesh. Yeah, I think it's also like such a powerful thing um, to have it be scripted and have the clarity there. And now lunch is being delivered. For <laughs> um, I think the other thing too. Because I, I will say, like, I was very anti-scripts when we started. I had never scripted anything. And I do think that scripting has made me a better presenter um, long-term. I think it's made me more thoughtful. It gives me a lot of time to, like, explore something and, and play with it and read over it and see where something isn't clear. Maybe the reason why we did it was just a function of how to work together because we both had only presented individually and never together. I don't remember, but it was definitely like, Hey, we need to figure out who's saying what, <laughs> when, and when, and like what that looks and like, not but stepping over each other and repeating the same things. Mm -hmm. And it's being really intentional too. It is like, I don't, I was, Oh, I was listening to my physical coach trainer last mm -hmm. night. And I thought, you know, I wish I could teach him. <laughs> just to be succinct because mm -hmm. he says the same things like four different ways yes. and I'm just like no you could fit in so much more into 15 minutes mm -hmm. than if you were repeating yourself so much so you know those are things that we do as presenters if we don't have a plan and mm -hmm. outline in place at least so yeah and right. so this this allows us to to like rip off of each other's ideas and like a and a more like like a way that makes sense and make sure that the that the slides really reflect that because sometimes kelly writes something in a script and i'm like ooh yeah and and then the you same thing with us so add, like yeah. we're always kind of riffing off and i think it it's part of what makes our our webinars more transformational yeah i'm grateful for that wow it's i mean 11 years of being together and we figured it out business partners to be clear sometimes people think we're married <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah her husband is, is not okay with that <laughs> so 
That's important. Yeah, since uh, 2010, 2010. We made it through an entire decade and wow. passed it. We're in like a whole nother number mm. and no, no uh, plans of stopping anytime soon. So <laughs> you should see the look on her face. She's like, no, more time. I'm going to retire, right? <laughs> Nine times in though. Um, okay. Do you think this is a good time to stop? Because now we know, okay, we're going to do this training, a one day webinar, maybe 90 minutes. We'll see about the time. We kind of know what we're going to talk about. Who is it for? And then I think we're going to open it to tap. I think so too. If we can figure out the tech of it and we feel like the message is clear enough. Yeah. Uh, it'll just be easy peasy yeah it'll only be you know again I think there's maybe 20 slots we can check with our coaches and see if they want to open up to any more but I think it's only 20 people I think one of the next things actually would be good to get our team on the mm -hmm. phone and just to tell them what's going on mm -hmm. and just like hash out like what does this look like what how does this impact everything that they're doing because mm -hmm. <laughs> they're gonna be like what <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell them yet. <laughs> I just want to give them a landing page and be like, okay. Oh, by the way. <laughs> for sure. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us on this uh, journey of the messy middle. Do we have it all figured out? No, but I think we are a lot closer than yeah. where we were just a few hours ago. But for you, it's been weeks and <laughs> we'll keep you posted as to what this ends up as. You'll get to see what the final version is and we hope you'll join us for whatever that may be.